Welcome to the Ether. Today's Wednesday, July 13th, 2022. Today on the Ether, Spark IBC campaign number two chat, hosted by Tendermint Timmy. It's the Cosmonaut Boot Camp. Let's take a listen. How's it going, Jacob? Well, I'm terrified because we're about to get on another call. The last time, well, the last time we spoke on a call might have been the Terra Poopsie Poo. No, there have been one more recent than that. We got to hope. We talked on a space more recent than that, but yeah, last time we were on like a private call was the day. Yeah, that was a thing. Whew. Cool. So what have you guys been up to at Notional these days besides a lot? <laughs> uh, well, we are, uh, I mean, let's just kind of talk about tech, right? So we're upgrading Juno to 46. We're just completed a pylons upgrade to 46, uh, working on upgrading Quicksilver to 46. Actually, what I am doing, and, and if you guys know anybody, you know, with a chain, and they explicitly want 46, I am honing my skills. I am practicing. Uh, and I'm doing that by upgrading as many chains as possible to 46. Oh, uh, that's, that's, that's what we're doing here at Notional. If you're speaking, I can't hear oh, you. Yeah, I think my mic didn't work there. I'm going to just use this account. Um, did you say pylons, like the NFT chain that's in the work? Yeah. Awesome. I've, I haven't heard too much about them in a while, but I had a feeling they were still obviously pretty pretty active. I see their website um, Michael, update. Right now. Well, hey, what can I say? Mike is Mike's not a quitter. Um, he's running very hard. Yeah, Mike is CEO there, the more uh, friendly with him, and, and, and you might not know who Mike is. Yeah, Mike is CEO of Pylons. And the really interesting thing about Pylons, guys, uh, is that it's kind of like, okay, you know, Omniflex uses external assets. Well, Pylons uses your freaking credit card. Hey. No tokens. Interesting. For buying NFTs. Is that right, Jacob? Like you would buy an NFT directly with the debit or credit card? Oh, that, is, that is correct. That is correct. Uh, yes. But I'm going to have to sort of like be silent for a moment. But when I come back, I can, I can jump into pylons in detail if you want. But yeah, it's like, you know, you can buy NFTs. You can buy, uh, and then the NFT can be a ticket. It, it's, I'm really excited about it. Um, like, there's no coin. He's got no coin. I'm not showing a coin. No coin. No, no, no coin. Just come and buy NFTs with your freaking credit card. Have a nice day. And then move them over IBC. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. We'll have to do a pile. Sell them, sell them on the uh, sell them on the Stargaze marketplace, for example. Or Juno. Or Omniflex. Right. Or yeah. 
I see. Okay. So yeah, it's it's normal payment method in, but then same as any other NFT as far as uses and selling and trading. Yeah. Very interesting. We might have to do a pylon space in the not too distant future. I think that'd be very cool. Brits, how you doing, my man? Good. Just doing stuff. Working on cool stuff. I know. Yeah. Hopefully it's cool. Yeah. I mean, the uh, thing you sent me a screenshot of earlier is definitely cool. Yeah, I'm, I think I have a knack for front-end stuff. If I have a reference, anyway. Yeah, right. That, that's a huge part of it. Like, a jumping-off point, sort of. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. Jacob, glad to get you up here. Probably takes a second to connect. Meow. How we doing, man? Meow. Oh, meow. 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 Yeah. Lucky Putmos isn't in here. <laughs> I love Putmos. He's my favorite <laughs> Cosmos pup. Has anyone heard him talk? Hey, we, got, we, got, we got Popper in here. Is he going to chase us? Uh, yeah, I, we're cats. I, I bet he would. Yeah, he should work. <laughs> but you know what? Cats can put up fights, man. They can, they can battle dogs. Pupmos should definitely have a, a puppy themed NFT collection and then some kind of like battle or something between the uh how do you pronounce Maneki? what is it um, these ones I, ooh, I don't know oh, I, don't, I don't even know yeah but oh, no no these are different cat nft collection i want a tamagotchi where i have to put my N- nft into it and keep it alive oh yeah we, we See, that could to... actually be sort of fun <laughs> yeah we no, have I to feed that. it you have to feed it shiba coins to live like, or, 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 or burn. No, you have to feed it lunacy. Yeah, lung. Yep, <laughs> you have to feed it lung. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's <laughs> we'll <tweet at> <laughs> ways to make a project fail. Yeah. <laughs> we'll tweet it CZ. We'd be like, we have a better burn method. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be more useful than what he's got. Yeah, that'd be. That's a cool concept. I wonder. I wonder what use that could give you. I'm sure, see, like, any any type of protocol or DeFi thing where you permanently Jacob forfeit... Make it when he gets back. Yeah, really. <laughs> like, hey, here's an idea. <laughs> work that up in a day, right? Right. But, yeah, I feel like any protocol where you kind of permanently forfeit some uh, money or assets for some kind of long-term benefit, you could totally gamify in that way. And just have it be like an NFT pet that you're feeding and it gets stronger and that's where the benefits come from. Like kind of cool ways to wrap more, you know, standard DeFi stuff. I have lots of random ideas as long as I get talking. Yeah, no worries. We'll just chat for a little bit here. Let some people trickle in before we dive into stuff. Um, Steven, I think a new face. Thanks for popping up. How's it going? Oh, I got to share this place. Yeah, I probably should too. Steven, feel free to unmute your mic and throw your hand up if you want to jump in at any point. But um. Hey, how are you? Hey, doing good. I, doing? I just wanted to, to tell Jacob that I'm not any sock puppet. That's all. Thanks. Jacob's not here at the moment. Well, there's too, way too many Jacobs in the cosmos. We do have one Jacob here still. <laughs> Which, uh, Notional or Jacob Katzoff? <laughs> Oh, and just like no, that. No channel, no channel. Gotcha. Well, he's coming back. 
That's delightful. I'm really happy about that. I'm really sorry that I told you that I said that. Listen, I want to tell you what the hell's going on here, okay? Uh, oh my god, Steven! That's so cool. You're the best. Damn. Um. Okay. A whole bunch of crazy shit went down with like the Osmosis Marketing DAO and stuff. And then like all these crazy accounts started posting completely false stuff about me. And then I noticed that your your account, it had like numbers on the name. And I'm like, ah, you're a suck puppet too. And Steven, you're the best. Thank you. Uh, cause, well, that, that, that gives me like less to be paranoid about, frankly. Um, good to meet you. Thank you for bringing that situation to my attention. I'm going to give you a little Twitter follow here. And, um, gosh, I never expected that to happen. Thank you. So, wait, Phyllis, then, what's the connection here? Is it just that he tagged you oh, in that? Uh, no, I, I know. no, there's, a, there's some, like, very advanced sock puppeteering going on. Uh, oh, I know. It's been for happening sure. to you for, like, the last couple of months, I noticed. Like, as soon as that one video with you and Don, where that when you guys got swarmed, it's just been nonstop. Oh, I don't know about that, but, but um... I mean, I, I think I know who's doing it this time too, and kind of suspect he's having mental health trouble. And I like, like a friend, basically, like dude, dynamic manic. He ran the analytic dynamic validators, and like it was discovered. And guys, I'm only saying this in public because it's absolutely certain there's a small ream of documentation on it. Like he was like using sock puppets to try and influence osmosis governance outcomes, like lots of them. But you see, he was also a validator and also a member of the foundation. And that was really bad. And then uh, just shortly thereafter, um, somebody posted this image saying that I was a, a doxed scammer. And guy, trust me, like in crypto, you do get the opportunity to scam people. If I had, I'd probably have a lot more money. Um, you know, like I, 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 I don't play those games. Uh, and they connected four projects. Uh, one of which I, I never, you know, I was literally never involved in. Uh, called DFY. I didn't even know the people who started it when it started. Uh, and, uh, basically, I think that Eddie, this fellow, he took a. Uh, uh, a like snap of the team page from Dig, and then like found other things that we'd worked on, and then then said that we were all one team. But like one of them, and like yeah, I was I like a public face of this DVPN project called IPX that uh was so good at being a DVPN that. uh there's actually a NATO paper about it. If you Google NATO, Tachyon, Belarus. Um, but guys, the token model was kind of shit. Okay. And, and then the price went shit. Um, I didn't design the token model. And I, I didn't, you know, no interaction with that. Hey, oh, with that, uh, you know, that, that portion of the project. Nor did Billy, Adam, and Ricardo. I didn't know Billy and Adam when I worked on Tachyon 
And uh, Ricardo, I hadn't spoke to in about three years at that time. Later, Ricardo and I would go on to start Blurt. Then they had Blurt, and they said that Blurt was a so-called slow rug. This, this account is called Slow Rug Hunter. And uh, Oh, yeah, I saw that post. And- There's no such thing, by the way. I hate, I hate how people have co-opted the word rug. A rug is a very specific thing, at least in my eyes. And it's when like a token price, almost in like a moment, drops to near zero due to some actual back. These low bleeds of failure are not rugs. They're just failure. Yeah, I I think people have that problem with NFT projects also. Wait, say again, Gritz? Oh, NFT projects. People have the discernment problem that way also. Yeah, totally. Right. Yeah, um, so, I mean, it, it, it sucked, and then I was like, Steven, you're a sock puppet, and then Steven just stepped up, He like, but I'm not a sock puppet, and uh, you made my day, um, that's really very happy to me, good to meet you, Steven. That's awesome, awesome to hear. <laughs> Sweet, okay, well, actually, uh, shit, there was one other thing I was going to ask you about, Jacob, that you had brought up. Um, on, baby. Yeah, I'm probably gonna go with it. It was around that conversation. It wasn't pi. Oh yeah, no, it was around pylons. Uh, I was gonna say, do you know? I guess not because they're gonna be IBC interoperable. But are pylon NFTs more like Omniflix, where they're like a unique native thing, or more standard, where it's just a CW721, <laughs> or some other crazy third thing? You're you're, you're, you're brutal. You're brutal. Um, they are their own thing, but they sort of fit into CW21 and, and, and actually, or CW721, like, okay, Mike used to be a software engineer and, and right now he's a startup CEO and he's raising around and all that good stuff. But he came into this with a really opinionated take on, on how he wanted the NFTs to function once ibc was activated um he wants it to be treated more like a mutex a mutually exclusive lock like guys a mutex basically says like uh, at this time uh, you can't write to me but i'm still here the current ibc pattern for <laughs> nfts it involves burning at the barrier of the chain Right. So uh, when the NFT is going to going to depart, the NFT is burned. Um, And uh, yeah. Yeah. So basically, though, this poses a problem to like the chain of custody and provenance purpose of NFTs. Right. So. Basically, the idea is, and, and probably I'm going to pull Dan Lynch. And guys, you happen to be technical and you're in the audience. Dan Lynch is a super, super great follower or follow and a, and a super, super great dude. Dan is was working on a number of things that will ease front end development in Cosmos greatly. Um, and the reason Dan's work is relevant to pylons is that if you have a pylons NFT, you only move that over to another chain. Um, 
Dan's work is going to make it really easy to query that chain. And right now that's hard. Um, so what, what you'll be able to do is call the number of chains at once and like, like, you know, hi, you slutty NFT, where have you been? Sort of like that. Interesting. I'm going to look more. What was the mutext? Is that M- what it is? M U T E X. M U T E X. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to have to. Um, you did something that we use when we're doing multi core programming, actually. Oh. Uh, yeah. It, 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 it's like you're, you're waiting for a return from another thread that might be on another CPU core. Yeah. Uh, so it's an block. Yeah, a mutex class, the primitive that can be used to protect shared data from being simultaneously accessed by multiple threads. Okay, cool. We'll look into that. My probably will end up DMing you for clarification on how that relates to Pylon's NFTs, but very cool. Oh, sure Well, basically, think of each uh, chain as a CPU core. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So what you're saying is like that this 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 NFT was here you never lose its history it stayed its provenance um and then it's moved and okay. i believe it will end up doing this with some kind of a modification of 721 and we're working really hard to not just like you know that that uh, one uh xckd comic you know now there are 15 standards we're basically working with everybody and we're trying to you know find that sweet spot between either being interoperable with others or um uh you know like basically getting the standard used as a standard and i i don't know exactly how that'll go in terms of adoption but we're talking with uh shane we're talking with um oh it's just about every the sisla as well from omniflex um, oh, no. No. That's it, I'm inviting Pumos. It's very sensible. Um, And guys, I'm uh, I'm probably going to run and go to sleep because I'm actually up all night playing on the computer and uh, and I made a lot of code happen. Um, (laughs) What were you playing? Like, what kind of games? Oh, and I don't know. No, no, he, I'm he quite plays the game of life. He plays so. development environments. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's cool. Although, if I had to guess, let's all take a guess at what Jacob's game would be. I'd see. Oh. Cuphead. <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah, I was going to say, like, Dark Souls or RuneScape. <laughs> Uh, well, they're kind of too old. I mean, uh, but, you think Steffi, uh, you mean Steffi really like EverQuest? I like that fucking game. Oh my, I don't know about all this stuff. I mean, it's just first person shooters, guys. The, the video game was perfected around 1999. Okay, on real tournament. What, Counter Strike? No, oh, I play a lot of Counter Strike. Yeah, well, oh, you know, when the headshot is too significant, it, it's just uh, it's no fun. Yeah, well, Unreal Tournament is perfection. Uh, you had the crazy laser beam gun, and the, well, I think there were two crazy laser beam guns. 
And oh, uh, so if you're asking, okay, it's definitely Unreal Tournament. But I'm going to run. I'm going to let you guys, uh, you know, get like, on with I your I like beauty. my Scout and my Deagle mix. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just like, own oh, all of you. Meet me, me, me right. and and then we'll see. Oh, 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 it's a challenge. No, it's yeah. not. No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> but all right, Jacob. Yeah. Thanks for popping by. Wish yeah, you could stay, know. but I know you are on a very different time zone. <laughs> I'm. I keep getting confused by the Jacob thing. Yeah. True. Well, he's gone now, so you're the official Jacob. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Cool. So, all right. Without further ado, let's dive in a little bit. So quick brief from the top, just think probably most people in here are aware, but Spark IBC is a on-chain charity that aims to finance, organize, and bring to life uh, chain agnostic efforts that help the whole interchain. So the gap that we are kind of trying to fill is that chain agnostic bit, where right now the cosmos as a whole doesn't have a ton of kind of support and structure. Like, I'm sure if I had started this <laughs> this topic before Jacob left, he would have some thoughts on this. But I can't remember the last thing that the ICF or Ignite has done, to be honest. I'm sure they do do stuff. I'm not ignorant, and I'm sure it's good stuff. But, like, why can't there be more? And so, uh, you know, marketing is a great example. I think uh, at some point recently, uh, myself and Cosmwatch, um, this is Timmy talking, obviously, Kind of were like, well, it's crazy that, you know, every time I open a new tab on Brave or go to whatever site that might have crypto ads on it, it's always Solana or Phantom or Avalanche or whatever. Like, never see the Cosmos. Um, And we thought it was super cool when we saw, like, Terra, rest in peace, buy the uh, couple years of branding for a sports team. And when Secret Network was trying to pass some governance proposals to fund uh, marketing and support DAO. And while these efforts are like awesome and we would support them any day, the fact is they don't cover the whole interchain, right? They're just for Terra or Secret. And so it, it kind of makes sense, right? Who would fill that role at the moment, aside from like ICF and Ignite, who just aren't for whatever reason... Um, and so that's where we kind of hope to come in as uh, a force that can kind of represent the whole interchain and help it be a more efficient, unified thing. Now, what the campaigns are actually structured around, it, it's it's kind of funny. So the idea started off more so wanting to support awesome stuff that we already saw going on. So while things may definitely evolve in time and Spark will certainly end up organizing and building a lot of stuff on its own. Uh, What we also want to very much focus on and most of our initial inspiration is seeing other sort of charitable acts already happening and wanting to bring more attention, recognition, reward, and efficiency to the spending of those donations. So, you know, examples include uh, Notional, who was just up here recently, um, was offering $1,000 out of their personal pocket to any validator who was missing blocks uh, on Osmosis's epoch because they didn't have an NVMe or other hardware. That's fucking awesome, but shouldn't have to come from one validator. It's so cool that there was one willing to do that. Um, another example is the 
core one that actually inspired us is the 80-20 contest that Joe Abbey ran a long time ago. And it was pretty simple. If you were delegated to someone in the top 20 validators of a certain chain, and you redelegated to someone in the lower 80 uh, in a set time period, you would just automatically enter it on chain for a raffle for a prize pool. I tagged a couple validators I knew that were cool in the ecosystem. They ended up donating to the prize pool as well as, you know, spreading the word a bit. And I was just like, wow, that's really cool. It would be awesome if when these types of efforts pop up, there was a place with structure that, you know, Joe Abbey in that case could go to and say, hey, like, can, can we fund the prize pool for this contest through Spark IBC? Um, you know, decentralization benefits everyone. Uh, the argument there, so let's go back to my first point on us being chain agnostic. Depending on the chain and like its importance in the ecosystem, you know, we might not run an 80-20 contest for like some brand new little testnet or small chain, but there's a good argument to be made that each major chain in the cosmos being more decentralized is a benefit to all the other chains, right? There's there's liquidity shared on, on certain chains that have came from others. So in that sense, anything that would help decentralization, to some extent, we would probably consider a chain agnostic effort. Um, Jake, I saw you toss your hand up for a second. If you want to jump in, feel free. I'm a good stopping point. And uh, you were on a total roll. It was actually a mistake. Uh, please keep going. Cool. Um, yeah, so there's the there's the sort of background and brief of, of Spark IBC and an example of the type of campaign we would run is the campaign that's sort of in effect right now. Campaign one, which are educational live workshops. That's the sort of thing where normally Spark IBC might reach out to prominent builders and smart people in the space, say, hey, would you be interested in doing some workshops, classes, an academy, whatever it might be? If so, uh, what would you want for compensation, time, how much would you get? And we'd figure all that out. And then we'd come to the community with a campaign proposal. Uh, probably we would figure out a lot of that alongside the community, actually. Um, we want to obviously have you guys very much involved, such as the point of tonight. Um, but so, yeah, we'd come and say, let's say we found five instructors that are each willing to do uh, five days of classes for $1,000 each. Just pulling numbers out of my ass. Uh, so we might run a campaign for a $5,000 funding goal where every thousand that is hit, we lock in one of the uh, instructors for a week and we're able to like provide that resource to everyone in the cosmos. Now, because the cosmos is just fucking phenomenal, our campaign one uh, instructors that we reached out to were like, oh, let us just volunteer time. Like, let's just help you guys launch with a bang. So that's why there's been no campaign funding or anything and why when we launched, it's only the general fund that's open because we're, there's no funding needed for the current campaign. So at some point, I'm sure our various instructors will hear this or anyone in here right now? No. So thank you guys, obviously. Um, and as we're sort of getting to the end of that, we want to start talking about what would be a good candidate for campaign two. Now, there's no um, Campaign two doesn't need to start, you know, the second that campaign one is over or anything like that. We want to take our time, get things right, make sure we are fundraising for the right things with the right transparency, the right community involvement, etc. That'll always be our priority as opposed to just rushing into stuff. So what I wanted to do tonight is go over some of the ideas that have already been um, 
put into our Discord. Um, for anyone who's not in our Discord or is but not really participating, once we ramp up and uh, you know are doing campaigns often, we have a pretty cool sort of flow. So if you just have a general seed of an idea, uh, or you want to just come up with an idea maybe with other community members, we have a brainstorming channel. So there you can make a post, and then we'll create a thread for it, and you can just have a, a concentrated conversation about that topic. Then once you guys get something kind of flushed out, and we'll Spark IBC will participate in these combos. Obviously, we'll be there every step of the way to help people. Um, or if you already know of an effort that's going on, you don't need to brainstorm and come up with it. It's something you want to bring attention to. Then you kind of go to step two in our workflow, which is campaign proposals, another channel in our Discord. And so uh, there's even a template in there right now. So if, if you guys see cool things out in the uh, ecosystem that you think are fitting for Spark, you can drop them right into there. And from there, one of us, myself or Cosmwatch, will either get in touch with you. Um, more often than not, we'll probably send you a DM and talk about how we want to proceed from there. Like, is this something you want to be a big part of and we just support you? Or is this going to be just a collaborative thing? Or do you just want to turn it over to us and our various resources? So with that being said, there are already a couple things in the brainstorming channel. And I wanted to kind of run through some of those with you guys tonight, as well as some of our own ideas for campaigns. and really seriously encourage feedback so like more tonight more than ever feel free to come up request the mic you know even if you don't necessarily have something to say right now but you're down to give feedback on these ideas as we go through the space tonight just hop up here feel free so i think we'll actually start maybe with maybe with gritz's idea because gritz is already up here um i'm gonna send a message to a couple of the other people see what they're doing see if they can hop in but Gritz, do you want me to start off reading your message, or do you want to maybe do a little intro yourself? I don't want to put you on the spot, so... No, you're a good intro person. Okay, cool. So, the Cosmos... Is this the Cosmos job board one? Yeah. Yeah. So, this one, like, is funny because it exists. I actually like this one a lot. But but it's not like, you know... Yeah. It doesn't cater to the real community. It's just people that have already worked in crypto before. Totally. So I'll start from the top. top. So Gritz's idea is a community oriented and diverse in its like offering and jobs that it supports Cosmos job board. So I think it's on the official Cosmos site. I'm not sure, but there does exist a Cosmos job board that me and Gritz were just mentioning. But it, for example, my specialty prior to building Spark IBC, at least, is I'm a video editor. That's not inherently a crypto skill, right? So there's going to be nothing for that on the Cosmos job board. But do you know how often that comes into marketing or website design or whatever it might be? So the idea with this one is a much more open job board where so long as it's fairly Web3 oriented, even if the skill at hand is not, but the task is Web3 oriented, that we would support that and make it a lot easier for projects to find help, people who want to help to lend that effort rather than it just going to waste. Um, And as we go through tonight and talk about a lot of these things, I think one thing hopefully everyone will notice is that we don't see ourselves as having 
any competition with anything whatsoever. So the existing Cosmos job board, we would look for a way to like integrate that or embed it or link to it into ours to just combine those resources into one. But with that um, intro said, Brits, let me let me turn it over to you because I know you've actually been thinking about this one for a while. You brought it up a couple times. You actually went through the whole thing, but I was actually going to tail yeah. off to, um, you know, the um, what was that uh, spaces that you had a little while ago with those those guys with the three letters? I can't remember their name because, you know, their name is we were talking about them should change it. <laughs> Wait, who? who? Who are we talking about? It was that uh, education platform that we were uh, on stream with a little while ago. I forget what they were called. AKT or T something. I forget what it's called. But they were doing a whole education university kind of thing. You remember? Uh, honestly, no. I'm not, unless, yeah, I'm not sure if you're thinking of a different stream that maybe you were in with someone other than myself or if I'm just having a brain fart. No, yeah. you're in. You're in there. But they they were basically setting up a university style uh, courses. You know. Oh, oh, I'm so dumb. I, for some reason, I heard you say AKT, but you, WBA, the um, WBA, Web Three yeah. Builders Alliance. I yeah. can't believe too, I spaced on that because I actually heard AKT But yeah, uh, you know, something collaborate with you know, a job board. You know, to streamline you know people into actual positions in crypto would be amazing. You know, from the start. Yeah. Pop know, from... is here. Pop yeah. is here. Who's Pupmos? Pupmos in the house. Did I just Jacob? Did I just hear your kids say Pupmos? Okay, like who's Pupmos? Everyone knows Pupmos. He's the cutest pup in here. Look, look at him. How cute oh, is he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's he's hilarious. The I... Dog in the world. Isn't he cute? Wait, what? Is that his hair? He's making hearts. Right there in the chat. Yeah, but he's not the cutest dog in the world. Oh, what? This transgression. I had to put it on mute. I thought it was too late. That's so funny. Uh, Pupmos earlier notional was in here, and uh, Jacob and Jacob were having kitty talk. (laughs) Um, But, so, yeah, let me actually, for people who aren't aware, because I think that's brilliant grit so the wba real quick um i think it was only the last week i had them on on the boot camp space here so go check out that recording but web3 builders alliance um is something that uh, someone i've become friends with in crypto i think like absolutely trust him to take this to success is doing a much more in-depth version of our sort of live workshops where you actually sign up for a 10-week course and it's fairly college level, like to the point where there's even a cabin and a whole alumni association set up, uh, only it's free. So super cool. I don't want to get too much into that. Go check that out. If you're interested on Twitter here, they're, I think just web three builders Alliance. Um, but yeah, what a match made in heaven. It would be if coming out of a course like that, uh, they could be directed to, or even just directly partnered with a much more robust and effective job board. Yeah, I feel like the communities or people that run them could actually streamline, you know, some of those things like because there's nothing like everybody's main question is like, well, I'm brand new to whatever and there's no jobs for me until I know everything. And that it just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, it, with something like crypto, especially it's it's true. It's the how do you get your foot in the door? Like yeah. just having a 
um, popular crypto Twitter account where maybe you do some good threads every now and then get attention. It's not necessarily going to like lend you a, a job. Man, I've, I've seen people throw together resumes that say they're in DeFi longer than it's been around. So. Uh, exactly. Right? Too. It's hilarious. I've been in uh, I've been trading DeFi since 2012. It's been a real journey. <laughs> Um, hey, one uh, one idea on that note. Um, yeah, just got me curious here. Is uh, you know what 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 if um, graduates from that program were automatically um, you know so assigned or, or gifted an NFT um, or some kind of uh, token to where you go to a D app, which would be the job board, and as long as you have that, uh, you know, in your possession, attached to your address uh, that you're logged in with, um, you're able to display like a certain category of jobs. Um, you know, that way that uh, you know the poster knows that you're you know, coming from an accredited background, um, coming from that space, uh, you know, from that education um, channel. Um, and yeah, you know, I've seen some boot camps like, uh, well, my partners, for example, for coding, they've done like badges for GitHub and all sorts like, you know, there's like any, like, say you've worked with this guy or, you know, or you learn from this person with credits. That, and, yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Ooh, see, I really I like that. <laughs> 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 I, lo- <laughs> I love the undying admiration for Pupmos from uh, Jacob is, is your child going to be using Pupmos's platform upon launch? I hope. <laughs> um, yeah, the badge idea. So not live on our platform now, but for anyone who has checked out our white paper or just been in some of these spaces before, you know that Badges are going to be kind of a a core part of Spark and the leaderboard and hopefully a more cross-chain vision. So we'd obviously have to talk to the WBA people, see how they'd be feeling, but maybe there'd be some way to integrate there. Um, Roughly, I I think a collaboration with Loop on that might be a good idea. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the, The rough idea with badges, for anyone unaware, is it'll start out with... Uh, ways you can decorate your entry in the Spark leaderboard. Uh, you can just pick one of the badges that you've earned to display next to your name. You could earn badges for things like uh, meeting certain total donation thresholds, uh, consistently donating to a certain type of campaign. So maybe you'll get a badge themed around decentralization once you've donated to five decentralization-oriented campaigns, things like that. But a longer term plan is to actually start to slowly integrate them throughout the rest of the cosmos. So, for example, things like Howl, Desmos, uh, the social media sort of platforms. Imagine being able to pick one of your badges to display there on, on your profile, maybe in the corner of your profile picture or somewhere in your bio, something like that. And uh, so I think that's actually something really interesting to explore. We'll have to talk with Japper and the WBA people about some sort of, yeah, like almost like a, a degree, right? It's like your degree for graduating, but it's an NFT badge. Yes, exactly. Yeah, totally. Super, super in line with Web3 and, you know, what we're all about. <laughs> 
You could also oh, teach I... things like career counseling style stuff, you know, portfolio management or not portfolio management, uh, you know, resume, you know, all that kind of stuff, how to build one, you know, or maybe a landing page for yourself, you know, all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. There's so many. It, yeah. Going back to just the job board, uh, like one of the reasons I think this could be a pretty interesting concept is just, I guess I'm repeating myself, but there are so many skills that could be helpful to our ecosystem at large that are not immediately recognized as a crypto skill or a Web3 thing, right? So whether that's spreadsheet management, project management, marketing, design, UX, flow, whatever it might be. Um, cool. Okay. Anything else you want to note on that, Grits? I want to kind of churn through these somewhat quick. No, we destroyed that idea. We went yeah. pretty into it. It's awesome. So again, for all these ideas, just join the Discord if you want to get involved in the discussion. Any points you want to bring up, questions, ideas. Um, a lot of the stuff's already there. So all right, let's let's pick another here. So one idea that uh, Sunshine Validation had, uh, or one of the members from Sunshine Validation, is some sort of I'll read their message for Vatum. So I wanted to add some idea for a campaign. It'd be great if Spark could be used to help fund relayers. While everyone in the community benefits from them, only the ones running them foot the bill. I've heard some other ideas about fixing the issue, but none have really done much, and it seems like it might be a good one for Spark IBC. So this one, this one I'm unsure about. I would love people who are up here's input. My Concern is I think this is something that needs to be fixed more at a foundational level with like the SDK and the way IBC works. Um, but perchance Spark could start an initiative to get that rolling or something. Um, but again, I'm, I'm not a dev, so I actually don't know necessarily what that might take to implement. Question. Yeah, um, either of the Jacobs that are both left. Um, Somehow I knew I was going to get a message in. So relayers, someone has told me relayers can be funded by a fee grant from most core teams. Right. I guess then there's a discussion of, does that make sense though? Should, should relayers have to be, or I guess, I guess, what do you mean exactly by a fee grant? As in they are just not, they don't need to pay fees and it comes out of a predefined grant pool money, I assume, that can't be used for anything. Yeah, okay, they say. So it needs to be fixed at a protocol level with MEV. Um, fee grant is like OXY for fees. Gotcha. So, yeah, that's a little bit where I lean, specifically the line like, no, it needs to be fixed at a protocol level with MEV. I... With my current technical like understanding and competency, I would not know how to best go about tackling something like that. This would be the perfect example of if someone out there, like who's messaging me right now, you know, knows exactly how MEV and like core protocol level fixes, uh, what would be needed to be done to make that happen. We'd be more than open for them to come to us and say, hey, here's how Spark could help us achieve this goal. Um, but Without maybe Matt here to speak on it, who posted it, or someone else, I don't think I have too much more on that. I guess whoever's up here, Grits and Cosm, do you guys have thoughts on relayer funding? Um, I was actually watching Crypto Cito's uh, video with was it Thorchain, and they were saying that they don't 
use a lot of the SDK full capabilities because you can't run relayers in the same machine as a validator. So they're hoping that that will change apparently. So for as far as funding goes, I'm not sure. Maybe that could change in the future. Interesting. Wait, I don't know if I knew that. So by machine, you mean like you would need two separate computers or servers? Well, right right now you do. But right. as far as I know, uh, Thorchain wants the capability to do both on the same machine. Yeah. And they think it's going to be possible in the future, and they think that's the way things are going to go. Interesting. Okay, I'll probably do some more digging into that and see. Because if that's yeah, true... I'll, I'll be- most likely this will not be campaign two. I think it's a bigger issue. It would take some planning. Um, yeah. And Thorchain, I know, does. I'm even getting some confirmation. They they kind of fundamentally work a little bit differently than, yeah. than most other their Cosmos chains. Um, they said that's the main reason they don't use, like, you know, that part of the SDK anyway. Yeah, they, they're, they're holding out on IBC for their own reasons, but there's... He's gone off and on with it, apparently. Like he's oh, yeah, interesting. Super back and forth about it, and pretty much she wants. It seems like the tech to be better. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the I mean, caveat to it is. But. I think it's funny. One thing I've noticed recently is because of what we sort of compare things to Ethereum when it comes to speed, Solana, decentralization, whatever. Um, well, they're they're kind of weird because they're like an aggregator, but for coins. Yeah, no, I was just going to say in general that the people, I think, often forget that even Cosmos, which feels light years ahead, is in its infancy. And every bit of the tech from the SDK to the IBC module, it's all going to improve and change over time. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Okay, so let's move on for now. Um, okay, that's how you were already tackling, actually. So, okay, Ambito, I was hoping he was going to be here tonight to touch on this one. Um, but this one's pretty cool. So. He's thinking um, that providing a program similar to Coinbase Earn and RabbitHole.gg it could be a useful way to bring in new users to the ecosystem. Um, so the idea, if everyone, I assume everyone's familiar with Coinbase Earn and such, but the general idea is learn about crypto projects or wallets or whatever it could be. We could tweak it, but learn about stuff, take a little test, get a little a bit of the coin you just learned about just like for free for for enriching yourself with some knowledge um see what else in this message why i think this could be an effective idea so i guess as an example for me personally i was extremely reluctant to get into crypto and quite reluctant to take on any risk therefore one of the first things that got me started and interested was the coinbase earn program since it was essentially risk-free it was the perfect gateway drug and just enough incentive to capture my attention and I know I can't be the only one with this experience. Lastly, I feel like a strong focus on getting people interacting with the IBC part of Cosmos could be very powerful. The ease, low cost, and speed of bridging from chain to chain is something we might take for granted, but it is seriously insane how well it works compared to normal bridges on EVM chains. So this is a perfect compliment to what I was talking about a second ago. I think we do sort of get used to things and not realize how impressive some of our tech could be to new users and just give them a seed of opportunity to try it out through something like uh, a Coinbase Earn style program and the rest will take care of itself. So I think that one's fairly self-explanatory. I don't think I need to dig in too much more. There's obviously a ton of different ways we could go about actually 
implementing something like that and and building it out and the way it functioned. But as a general concept, um, you can get projects again, advertised that way on your platform. Yeah, right. In fact, ones. like, what a better way to advertise, right? Instead of just a like airdrop. Re- yeah. Well, yeah. I was gonna say, you know retweet this giveaway for new project or nft or whatever like have it be behind education instead jacob yeah. i'm trying to accept you oh no i'm i'm accepting i um oh, cool. i was thinking that if the, the perfect theme song for um ibc would be ozzy osbourne's crazy train like all aboard Wow, my video editor mind just went crazy. Right, He's pictured journey through the cosmos. Yeah, like with each chain being a planet or something that you sail past. while that song's ripping on the crazy IBC train. <laughs> we'll do a really bad dub in, so the song will just pause and it'll be a robot voice that's IBC, and then we'll continue. Let's do it. I like it. Um. So I guess I really encourage people to hop up here if they want to like partake in these convos. As I go through these ideas, I'd love to hear feedback from people. But does, I guess Jacob does, Gritz. Does Putmos yeah. talk like because Twitter spaces doesn't no. do text? No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't talk. So uh, what Putmos- do you does he fart? I don't know. <laughs> uh I assume I assume I just imagine him hovering over a phone. Just, <laughs> honestly if you look at his profile picture that sort of angle too like that's a selfie he took yeah, definitely he held his paws so man held the phone and he like somehow clicked the selfie button <laughs> Pablos, i will say when when he needs to get something across he'll he'll find ways though he'll either dm someone who is speaking or get some translation or something going oh no i i know when he's like means business when his tweets are like totally like 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 all of a sudden he's like he has like a doctorate in in, in modern english <laughs> then i'm like okay i'm gonna take this tweet seriously <laughs> that's crazy i don't think i've ever seen a, a tweet in plain English from him. Oh, no, 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 he, he, he has them, but he needs business, yeah. Those are the important ones. Yeah, like, it's all of a sudden like, whoa. <laughs> um, cool, so before I, before I move on real quick, though, Grits and Jacob and Cosm, of course, um, thoughts on, like, a Coinbase Earn-type program for Cosmos? I like it. Um, however, my I dev brain is, is just kind of screaming right now <laughs> uh, for the simple fact that it seems like quite a lot of work. Um, you know, there I think there are a lot of moving pieces there. Um, I do, however, like his take um, in that it's a good way to onboard folks um, and give them, like you said, like a little bit of seed as to you know what what to expect. Um, so I really like it in that way. Um, but, you know, I, I guess thinking about timelines and, and such, um, you know, this might be perhaps a longer term thing. Um, so one yeah. thing that I that I don't think many people know about, I'm not even sure if it's totally public or if I just stumbled across it one day, but I think I'm fine to talk about it. OmniFlix actually already has the foundation of what we would need built out. 
they have a platform where you can watch a video and it pauses at certain points and prompts you with a question. Your answer is submitted on chain through a Kepler transaction, and then the video keeps playing. So I think your biggest concern, Cosm, might be slightly taking care the Conduct Academy. Academy. Yeah, they're already doing that, basically. And they're cool, okay. incentivizing it with an NFT of some kind. So maybe for new people who, you know, want to get used to a platform or it might be an idea anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And in light of that, I mean, um, I'd love to check it out. I, I honestly haven't. Um, but, you know, it's like Comdex Academy or something. Let me have a look. Yeah, I'll Comdex check that Academy. one out because I haven't seen that. So Comdex Academy. Sure. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, like maybe augment or collaborate. I mean, I say that without looking at it, but that would be, um, yeah, I yeah. think there's, there's definitely much more room at least, to, you know, I, I haven't heard of it. Um, Timmy, did you say you, you hadn't heard of it? I, it's pretty good, but I, I stumbled across like, it one day, uh, you okay. know? Yeah. My, my point being there is like, you know, we, we should at least take the opportunity to get the word out a little bit more um, because I think it's, it's pretty important. Like that's a, that's a really cool way for uh, people to get in into the space and, you know, get comfortable um, <laughs> and getting it out there more, I think is, is super important. I think the, the biggest barrier might be, I oh, appreciate you grits. Um, I just saw the discord message. Yeah. Uh, the biggest barrier might be more so coordination where, you know, for that to be effective, it would have to be fairly built out from the beginning with like a decent number of major projects being supported. Um, but if there's any, if there's anywhere that we have a chance of making that work and getting in touch with each and every community pool. Oh, Twitter. Why must you do this to us? <laughs> that one was abrupt too. Usually it like lags a little and then it'll crash. So I was just See you. <laughs> Okay, let me let me make a couple of tweets. Welcome back, everybody. The one thing that's hilarious is people are so used to Twitter rugs at this point that like it doesn't really throw anyone off. Like, oh the space crashed again. Better go look for the new one. <laughs> <laughs> What I don't understand is sometimes it'll crash. I'll be able to open up my Twitter app and reconnect. But other times it's just, nope, space ended right there. Oh my goodness. Uh, but now we got part two electric boogaloo. So. Yeah, I actually update them on the calendar with all the new parts as well. So. Oh, which, wait, where? Say again? That calendar that I'm making, keeping track of all the spaces. It's. Mm-hmm. I also, if you click on the actual space, there's links to all the spaces. Ooh, beautiful. Very cool. Are you linking directly to the Twitter ones or to TerraSpace archives? No, just the, twi- just the Twitter ones that I see p- come up. I'm, I'm probably yeah. a little bit more, I don't know, my eyes are better than that. Yeah. Cool. Appreciate everyone hopping back in here. Um, I'll send you a link to it. Okay. I want to get a repin at least one thing. Okay, so I only have another hour here, and then I have some calls I need to hop on. Um, so there are a couple other ideas put out in the Discord that, you know, at worst we'll touch on them Saturday or another time, but 
I think the next thing I want to talk about, um, I kind of want to wait until a couple people trickle back in. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll just start now. So the above pinned tweet, once it works, God, Twitter is not working for me today. Okay, cool. Um, I think this would be my vote at this point um, for what I'd like to do campaign two for, but there's some kind of weird stipulations. So something that we're probably going to commit to building regardless of uh, any campaign funding, that'll just kind of more so determine how quick and how fleshed out and awesome it can be. But interchain info is something I'm like, honestly, kind of more excited than I've been about anything in a while, like even more so than Spark. Spark is super cool and will always be Cosm watching Eyes Baby, but uh, what is slowly developing as the plan for Interchain Info is just if we succeed, it'll be everyone's homepage. It'll be the true center hub of the cosmos. So if you look at the pinned tweet above, you can see just a little bit of a tease of what we're, what we're going for. It's sort of the Google of the cosmos plus some and maybe a better way to phrase it would be google of the inner chain because eventually if we're all right ibc is going to keep spreading uh cosmos sdk is going to keep spreading and the the cosmos whatever that means is going to have quite a wide definition to where you know we'll have tons of stuff from other chains as long as it's ibc connected we'll probably consider it part of the inner chain that's a good and idea so the, yeah, the, the rough idea with Interchain Info is there are kind of two major parts to it, uh, with one of those parts breaking down into two subparts, so sort of three areas. The two main things, which you can kind of see on the animation here, actually, uh, is the dashboard and the information section. So the information section, as you can see when we click on it, is broken into two parts. There's articles and resources and the index. So articles and resources will just be a cool kind of, imagine something kind of like Medium or, I'm trying to think of a better example, but a home in search, for- In the search results, it's basically going to show up like just articles from Cosmos, essentially. Yeah, and not just articles, but for example, our workshop recordings that we've been doing. Yeah, like, like anything that you want to populate, yeah. you know. YouTube yeah. videos and people or cyborg. Like, if people know cyborg, uh, the account here on Twitter, he does like a thread a day on yeah. something in the cosmos. That's always awesome. So we've been in touch with him. We're going to articleify those, like un unthread them, give those a yeah, permanent. I get a lot of comments about his articles when I post them around. Yeah, no, they're great. And one thing Leah, he's noticed or mentioned noted is, you know, they're a Twitter thread at the end of the day, which means eventually, they don't get picked up by any kind of Google search engine optimization. They kind of die out immediately just organically on Twitter after their initial hype. But a lot of that info is, you know, well-researched. He put time into it and helpful for others. So let's give it a permanent place with search engine optimization, easy ways to find it, categories, tagging, etc. The other part of the information section the index is actually something that was inspired by the infographic we posted a while ago and something Grits has been helping us out a lot on. 
which will be kind of what it sounds like, almost a wiki-style type index of just pretty much everything in the cosmos. So all the coins, all the projects, um, within those pages, links to uh, their various resources, sites, um, how-to guides, breakdowns, categories. Um, I think everybody knows how a wiki works, a wiki or an index. So that'll be both navigatable by the search bar. You know, the search bar you see on the homepage in the animation above, you can use that to search the entire site, um, or you can also manually navigate through them. So you could click on information, index, like let's say you're new to the cosmos and you just want to see like all of the dexes out there. You're, you're not researching anyone in particular. Two things you could do. You could either type in dexes or dex into the search bar. Um, and most of your results will probably be dexes. Or you could go to information, index, DeFi, you know, like kind of have a click-through menu of subcategories, and then dexes, and then you just see all of them there. The other main big aspect to the Interchain Info site will be the dashboard. The dashboard is super cool. There's there's some stuff I can't mention yet, just or I might I might touch on it, but with big disclaimers, because I don't know how, how easily it's gonna be possible. But the cosmos has uh, a plethora of amazing like tools, resources, analytics, uh, whatever it might be. Um, let me pull up my list actually. But the one of the problems is sort of the the problem that everything in the cosmos has a bit of fragmentation where people don't necessarily know these things exist or um, they're only applicable to one chain or whatever it might be. So things like, so on our dashboard, which will be like slightly customized to you, not sure if we'll just do it through like cookies and like browser settings or through actual wallet sign-in, but just certain things like, okay, which of these modules, which I'm about to go into, do I want like at the top? I use this all the time. Let me rearrange my dashboard to kind of fit fit what I want to do with it. But things like the chain monitors from um, Frosnest and BNB, things like Rango, the kind of cross-chain transfer thing. So, you know, if you want to get money into or out of the cosmos, pretty much anywhere, that'll be right there in the dashboard. Um, Restake, the app hopefully everybody uses for um, auto-compounding your staking rewards. Earnmos, which is like a platform for checking the analytics of osmosis yields. Uh, some other cool platforms that might be in the work for like analytics on uh, NFTs, such as Hubble Tools and some others. Uh, a lot of the more technical offerings that validators offer, but only on their site, such as snapshots, RPC endpoints, uh, testnet connections, things like that. And so we just want to create, you know, a power user dashboard where between the information section of learning about these things and the dashboard of doing these things, you don't like need much more than your chain info. And again, just like with Spark IBC, absolutely no competition here. Uh, pretty much every, everything I just mentioned existing projects that other people have built and we're not going to come and say oh we can build them better for any reason you say no let's just give them a home let's put them alongside other tools that make them more powerful when used together let's put them in front of more people in a centralized place and let's get these cool tools and resources the attention that they deserve 
Yeah, Cosmos is actually coming out with some, or I, th- I don't know if their website's public, but they were doing some validator uh, analytics tools. Who was? Uh, Cosmos Spaces for themselves. Each, oh, I, yeah. noticed, I noticed each validator has got its own like development and going, going on that way. Exactly. And so like, I think that's, I think that's awesome. Right. And so let's, let's put all of those things into users' hands as easily as possible. Um, I guess the one other thing, this, this is my most, most exciting bit. So there is an application on Ethereum that has been around for years that nobody uses anymore. It's been forgotten about. Um, it was basically killed by being on Ethereum because of fees and such. <laughs> but it is the single coolest D app that I've ever used. And it's called Fura Combo. F-U-R-U-Combo.com. And we want to build a similar thing into our dashboard as like the one flagship Spark interchain info built thing that'll just live at the top of the dashboard pinned there. Because what for a combo does, and I'll explain it more so in a Cosmos context, I'll explain what we want to do with it. It lets non-developers and non-code oriented people make custom transactions, as well as automate and templatize those batch transactions. So what do I mean by that? Um, Every day, or no, let's say today. So today I bought a Cosmoverse ticket and I wanted to pay for it in Atom. So I kind of had various little kind of bits of dust in public wallets on different chains, dust meaning a couple bucks. so I just kind of wanted to scrape together my odds and ends rather than uh, pull from anything. I don't know. But point being, uh, that ended up somehow taking me like 25 minutes just because, you know, claim a reward here, IBC transfer it, swap it, uh, send it to the final destination. What this app would let you do is visually building block wise go, okay, first I want to claim on this chain, then I want to IBC send it to this chain, then I want to swap for this coin, then I want to send it to this chain. And you build out that custom transaction, you click submit, you you do the Kepler TXs, and away it goes. And while that's running, I could do my next one for the next thing I wanted to claim. And I could save these combos as little templates. So let's say I wasn't using restake for some reason because I wanted to dollar cost average out into a stable coin with my staking rewards rather than every day going and claiming transferring somewhere swapping um you'll just have that in like a one-click transaction that you could just you know go to your dashboard every day you'll log in for some reason click that boom it's done but it gets a hell of a lot more powerful than that too so the ability to make custom transactions on one chain not ibc because when you ibc an asset, when you do an IBC transaction, there's multiple blocks that process during that transaction. But for on-chain things, suddenly non-coders can do flash loans and can benefit from arbitrage. So what are flash loans? How would that work on something like this? So let's say that uh, in the future, there's a lending protocol on on Juno, and there's also going to be Juno Swap as well as Loop Finance, so two DEXs. What you can do is, with no underlying capital, so I could have nothing in my account, let me take out a $10,000 loan of USDC from this uh, lending platform. 
go buy Juno with it on Juno Swap, where it's a tad cheaper than Loop. Sell that Juno on Loop back for USDC. And let's say I end up with 10,058 USDC. <clears throat> the last part of my transaction is paying back my initial $10,000 loan. I'm left with $58 profit from the arbitrage. And the reason that that's possible is because it all happens in one block. So the reason you don't need collateral for the loan is because you're paying back the loan in the exact same instant that it is issued. Flash loans in general are beyond fucking cool and also dangerous if implemented wrong, but very cool. And so this this weekend's course actually uh, workshop with Zeke on Saturday in our Discord is on building flash loans in Cosmosm. So that's just kind of a random like little tie-in that wasn't <laughs> part of this idea or anything. But so with that tool, along with all the other awesome things here, uh, I have this image in my mind of interchain info just being like kind of the, go- the Google of the cosmos, the default. Whenever you want to do or learn anything, that's where you start. You want to find out what maybe you maybe want to find out what competition or alternatives there are out there to restake because there are a couple you just type in auto compounding or restaking or whatever it might be and boom like it makes no sense to do it on actual google because a some of the things you're looking for might not exist on their own just like guides on these sort of niche cosmos crypto things or B, they're just not going to be search engine optimized because there's so much out there and the cosmos is still pretty small. So I need to stop talking for a second and drink some water. But that's sort of the gist of interchain info. Um, and I'm, I'm interested in what people think about that. <laughs> and Dorian, you've been up here for a minute. I'm so sorry. Feel free to jump in here. Or not. If you're trying to talk, I don't think your mic is working. Unless my speaker's busted. Grits, can you say something? <laughs> Yeah, 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 I can hear you fine. Okay, cool. Just, you never know with Twitter these days. Um, yeah, I was talking to the Howl guys, and hopefully they can do some better integrations with it. I mean, let's, let's, let's hope and pray. <laughs> um, the one interesting thing about Interchain Info, though, is we don't necessarily need funding, like a set amount. Um, and I might be shooting ourselves in the foot by saying that, but at the moment we have a decent bit of volunteer help. People are willing to just build this for the sake of it being awesome and something the Cosmos needs, as well as uh, the bulk of the dashboard in particular will be, will kind of rely on the original authors of said projects to help integrate. So if you have something cool uh, that you want to get onto the dashboard, We'll probably ask you to like work with us and like do some of that legwork. You probably know your project best. You want the extra exposure, um, and that'll help keep some of our like development overhead down. But also, that's not realistically how things go. Despite having you know uh, some really good volunteer help, people who want to uh, spend their time on this, it's not the same as organized paid work. You know, whether it's getting close to a certain deadline and things needing to be done, and you can't exactly demand that of volunteer work um, or just the general concept of, yeah, we could build this, but we could build it a hell of a lot cooler and faster with funding. Um, But I did just want to kind of note that because it's an open-ended one. We're not saying like, oh, we've already been building this out. We know exactly how much we'd need. Um, 
But again, that's the point of the space tonight. I want to talk with you guys, see see what people's thoughts are. So it sounds like it's a little bit like a like a browser home screen, but with like a extensions for these dApps. Like it'd be like a Google uh, web store of like dApps a little bit. And obviously they're free, and you could like kind of like plug them in, sort of to like your, your ideal dashboard, depending on yep. what dApps you most participate or or protocols you most uh, interact with. Exactly. Yep. Um, I don't know the specifics as far as, you know, would you have to hunt through various modules and some sort of search or list function to add them, or if they would just kind of all be there by default and you can just sort of rearrange or hide ones. But in essence, yeah, no, you got it. Exactly. Awesome. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be fantastic because the amount of, I mean, bookmarks and stuff you have to do to keep up with every new chain that's added and like three different Evmos things and the more uh yeah it just gets overwhelming and then you lose track of your lp pools and then before you know it like you miss something that you shouldn't have yep uh, and then also that schedule uh, pulls into like scheduling with like real life stuff or like learning how to you know code or whatnot so yeah like definitely stops you from getting lost in the weeds of stuff as well just flipping between like osmosis and and another dex for me i feel like yeah what i did at first for keeping up with everything and like what you just mentioned is i had a, a batch script it's so like a dot bat where it was just all of the different urls i needed to kind of visit for my daily like kind of check in and restate and whatever and it got to the point where i would click that that file and you know 20 30 tabs would open up and it'd just be like all right there needs to be a better way. This is getting out of hand. There's too much to keep track of. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He goes, Tara was good at that. And I'm glad like Juno is getting looped because they kind of do the uh, similar thing in like the coin. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I forget what it's called, but they kind of have like a front end interface. But if you could like, it was never really too, you know, modular. You couldn't really, I couldn't really input the, the protocols that I liked. I like to interact with, which seems like what you guys are, especially because you guys got the ones who are building it actually. Yeah, no, and um, integrating with them. Yeah, I guess, yeah, definitely in general, one of our efforts with both Spark and Interchain Info are going to be very much so like inclusive of all. So, all chains, all protocols, we are not here to promote anything in particular. We're not here to compete, anything like that. Just give people the tools that they want, like you were just saying. Um, I know you hopped up here earlier, though, Dorian, like before I even started talking about ICI. Um, is there something you wanted to touch on earlier? Happy to go uh, what was, I forget the particular topic. Uh, the last one we talked about was the Coinbase Earn idea. Oh, right. Yes. I, I'm a huge fan of Coinbase Earn. I, I completely agree that it kind of like, especially for projects that like you, like some are like, I just place right through for three bucks so I can, you know, go buy you know, three dollars of Bitcoin dust or whatever. But others it was like, wow, I remember for Filecoin, that's what first got me into IPFS and whatnot. So it's like some have the potential, but others have the potential to just freeze right through. So I'm curious how like we could like would it be just like a five question like multiple choice where like people could freeze right through it for like a like people because people would do that for like a Pope or like a or something like that. So I feel like it could easily be like speed ran or something you put on like a or like a yeah like a it'd be like on like like one of the five ibc airdrop websites just like hey get your you know your, yeah your spark it is, thing. 
there there is a problem with it. Like one of the ways Coinbase is able to do it is because each account is KYC. So oh yeah, multiple. Right. They don't have multiple people. So, is there ways we could work around that and like build something that still worked in an on-chain way? Probably, yeah. Would they be you know as good or as perfect? I don't even know. Um, but it would be more work than Wait, you know. You guys have a. Well, Spark is is kind of like a soul bound token in a way, right? Yep. Because it's so could it, could that be like token gated or, or I guess the, oh you want to call it in a way? Because I know there's like a couple bots. Like there's a for NFT bots. There's a secret one for NFTs. Now there's a Stargaze one for NFTs, and I know that they have them for popes and stuff. I'm just thinking like that could be a way. I know like so, not for Spark points, but I have I have two thoughts there one how we'll never be able to defeat bots and like spam and automation not just in web3 but so but what if we could make a system where well if a bot wants to be able to do anything they first have to at least donate five dollars to spark or something because certain apps or uh, education things whatever are token gated by having at least like five spark points that's a really interesting concept in its own right my other thought on that, however, is for the Coinbase earn thing in particular, I think we'd be shooting ourselves in the foot because we're reintroducing a barrier to entry. People right. have to figure out how to get Axelar USDC onto Juno and make a donation. Um, yeah, so yeah, this would be a tough one to get. Hmm. Yeah, the barrier of entry, I definitely see what you mean by not wanting to make that too high because people just throw their hands up rather than be like this is cool right not having to whip out their i mean bridging just scares a lot of people to begin with they don't i mean there's always small things we can do right like make the quiz a bit longer and randomize the order of the questions or something like that um right which helps with literal bots but again not people just trying to game the system um, yeah, sounds like you guys are worried about bots, not just. Uh, I don't no, know. just for this idea, it's on the mind. Yeah. Because Coinbase doesn't have to worry about it because of KYC. An on chain sort of earn something for free app is always going to be kind of tricky. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if it's. Is it possible to make a non fungible like the, the Soulbound tokens, or is it. Is that. I guess we have to talk to like Calum or something like that. Hmm. Exactly. Just be like your class number, your class member, whatever. Right. Or, yeah. We could do something with live workshops. Like if you attend a live workshop, you can send us an address after where we'll send a soulbound token that verifies you as like a real person, and then you can do point the Cosmos Earn for free or something like that. Oh, right. Yeah. It proves that you've, it's like a capture kind of. Yeah. A little bit like, Hey, yeah. even if you are a botter trying to game the system, you participated in this two hour workshop and hopefully learned something and got interested. Yeah. Cosmos, yeah. Who knows Good for you. Marty, glad you hopped up here, my man. Feel free to hop in. Yeah. I listened to Frey and Callum talk a lot before we do the talk, uh, Cosmos and dummies and stuff. And Frey used to have those Envoy Labs old videos, I think before Juno launched. I didn't watch them back then, but I've always been interested in it after I got my account hacked actually. <laughs> and I had to transfer my D E N S or whatever off my account. So I had to contact, uh, Frey about how to do that without 
you know, like the interface because it wasn't you couldn't tra- transfer yet. So that's how I first oh, kind of yeah. got interested in, in yep. it. Yeah. So I, I guess I'd like to go back a couple of minutes to um, a mention of this kind of like unified view of multiple chains or unified action of multiple chains. You know, the verb, you know, we can put, you know, different verbs in there or whatever else. Um, yeah. But the, so the Cosmos technology, Tendermint, as it's Tendermint in all its glory of IBC and Cosmosome and blah, 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 blah has basically historically been communicated as kind of, um, you know, siloed uh, communities that have sovereignty, right? And that's the way it's been discussed, the way it's been implemented, and it's influenced a lot of, we'll call it the app, or UI, or you know, view of of the various chains. But in fact, you know, Marty, I'm sure some of you as well. I kind of participate in Juno and Osmo and Secret and Stargates, right? And I participate, you know, either as at the validator level or at the NFT level or the, you know, pick whatever level, you know, the, you know, basically DeFi level, I do all three or four of them. And so I don't really belong to a siloed community. And yet most of the apps, again, pick your favorite word, um, really have this view of, you know, the silo. So you'll note, I think it was noticed or noted that, that Cosmos Spaces kind of came up with this, you know, validator monitor, which we call Valmon, still in beta, but very stable and, and in use, whatever else, that takes a bunch of different chains and gives you a unified view of a bunch of different chains all at once. And now Cosmos Spaces is working on a very similar thing, unified view of all the Cosmos Spaces NFTs, okay? Because, you know, we think, you know, that that's a way people are, you know, kind of migrating out there in, you know, this Tenderman space. Now, there's lots of problems. And, and by the way, these are just first steps. Um, they're useful. Um, maybe very useful for some, but they're definitely, we're not saying that they're the, the end all be all for, you know, these, these things that we're trying to do. But the problem is, or there's, there's multiple problems. And one of the problems is it now breaks the model of the whole funding slash business model because they're agnostic, right? Now we have these very agnostic apps um, that are intended from day one to be agnostic versus, you know, the people that started on Terra, like, 
Um, I'm trying to think who has the SD token, but you know they they start on Terra and then they also support Cosmos in six months or nine months or whatever else. So I I guess I'd like to hear what the with this with this group kind of thinks about this problem and you know where the solution might be or say this is the wrong place and we'll do this some other night whatever. So thanks for like let me speak. Well, if I'm if I'm reading you right, I think we're absolutely on the same page, and that's the exact sort of problem we want to tackle with the dashboard of Interchain Info. So actually, maybe let's use one of the things you mentioned as uh, an example. So like, uh, what did you say it was called Validatormon? It's Valmon. It's, it's Valmon, yep. So Valmon would we would probably reach out to you guys and say, hey, we want to create a Valmon module on the dashboard. It would be some sort of uh, stripped down, embeddable sort of widget style version of your service with sort of the core most important info, maybe a bit of interactivity, um, enough that each each thing we integrate with will be very different and, you know, what makes sense to put in. Um, but the idea is, you know, somewhere between like 50 to 80% of the full thing's functionality is there on our dashboard. But then obviously the entire module is credited towards Cosmos Spaces and hot links you out to the full Valmon service. So anyone who has started using the dashboard for other reasons, let's say they just like the fact that they can see both um, earnmost well, or sorry, Ernmos is in here. I was looking at you. Dexmos, um, which is like analytic statistics for APRs on Osmosis, as well as Hubble tools, just all in one view. They want to see their stats on NFTs or the, the NFT project you mentioned, Marty, Monitor. Um, while they're there, they might also, you know, discover this thing called Valmont that they hadn't heard about and, and check it out, use it to its functionality, go to your full page. Um, yeah, so that that's like, I just wanted to jump on that since you brought it up as an example. But Marty, were you here like prior to coming up when I was talking about the dashboard and interchain info and such? Uh, yeah, yeah, for a lot of it. Yeah, I was there. Uh, oh, yep. Wait, 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 Dorian, is your name Marty? Yeah, yeah, it is. That's hilarious. I was, I was talking to the other Marty. Earlier, I was talking to him, too, and you, you mentioned something. Yeah, I was I'm confused. sorry. Completely instinct. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm, absolutely. I'm going to change my name to Dinosaur, okay? So just the Marty the Dinosaur. <laughs> okay. Even better. <laughs> the land like... before time. <laughs> Tree stars. Um, but yeah, so Marty the Dinosaur. Um, were you here for the, the dashboard when I was talking about that? Yes. Okay, yeah. So does that, to what extent does that sort of answer your question and your calm, or your qualm? And in general, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think that would help with the sort of siloing issue? I, I think the dashboard is definitely needed. And if, you know, if you're, if you're working on that project, that's a really useful, good project. I just, I just don't necessarily know how it's going to be like funded, right? Well, I actually keep track of the calendar for Cosmos Spaces, and I think everything's just going to get more this way, and the meta of things will move things forward. 
Well, so Marty, do you mean like long-term funding or just building it out in the first place? Because that's exactly what we're talking about tonight. Campaign two might be a fundraising event for Interchain Info. Um, I, I think both, I think initially and long-term. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, sustaining, you know, apps or software or whatever else is always, you know, a fascinating issue. And, you know, I'd, I'd love to hear some of the models where or how it gets sustained one of one the extent to which uh this will suffice would obviously you know be figured out in time but the one main idea for anyone that couldn't visualize what i was talking about earlier go to furrowcombo.com right now f-u-r-u combo.com i truly believe that if we um kind of succeed with Interchain Info and with this app in particular being like the flagship product of the dashboard, that simply taking a small percentage of all TXs that go through the Interchain Info for a combo thing, um, that would be like a primary initial source of funding. That's the one solid idea we've had. Because, yeah, just go check out that app. And as soon as you do it, you'll be like, oh, I will never do anything else in the cosmos any other way unless I have to. Like, this is where I'll do all my transactions, all my everything. Not just because it's easier, but because I can, like, kind of save them as templates or use from community favorites where it just does common actions all in one go. Well, also for, like, how integration that I noticed you have on the Trello is, like, a long-term plan. Like, in, like if they're planning on being, like, a the Twitter of, you know, Web3, they're going to have to build out some widgets, I'd imagine. And these widgets would be JunoSwap, you know, Osmos is a, you know, core contributors who would benefit from having a, a tool like that, I would think. Um, or at least, uh, I don't think it would be too difficult to port in, like, uh, I'm not sure it'd be the most difficult test to just like kind of like fork those things in there because those those things are active and maintained, especially if we already have Hal as a, as a platform, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, I don't know on that front. I would assume that is on their radar. They're, they're really smart guys over at Hal. Um, but yeah, just more integration and like interoperability in general. I think it's funny that that's the Cosmos whole thing and there's not there's not too much of it yet. There's like more than other places, obviously, but uh, yeah. Um, but back to but uh, so back to Marty the dinosaur. Um, what are your thoughts on like that that funding model? Seems kind of overly simple, or like you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. It's which like a wallet, we, right? What? Well, how wallets fund themselves? You know, similar thing. How do wallets fund themselves? I assume they just get startup. They take funds. transaction fees. How do they get funding before they're a wallet, though, before they can take transaction fees? Probably and also, friend. what wallet takes transaction fees? Uh, Kepler. They're more expensive than Cosmo Station, from uh, my understanding. No, it's just like MetaMask with the swaps, because they do the swap thing I think you're talking about, like the in-MetaMask wallet fees that generated yeah. them billions. Kepler, Kepler's, Kepler's wallet is not is free. Is that yeah. what you're telling me? Yeah, no, it's more no. expensive because it's coded poorly. Compared yeah. to conversation, not because they get any of it. Yeah. I thought for sure they took some transaction fees. If they do, I think that would be some hot news. Hmm. You, you well, should hot. look into well, that. It's no wonder they're so far behind. 
<laughs> I mean, are there other walls that do that? I think uh, Dorian, non the dinosaur, is right. I think you might be well, thinking like a of, very bad business model if they don't. Like, what? How do you guys get your money? You know. Uh, I mean, Kepler has managed to get oodles and oodles and oodles of money. I know. From, yeah. From from being a gatekeeper, and you can't do no, that. No, I mean they they. They are very like overlapped, but their their chain analysis is or not chain analysis. Uh, I forget the exact the exact team, but they're basically Osmosis team. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean a lot goes into it for sure, and it's not yeah. very glorious being the wallet, but I don't. Know <clears throat> but regardless, uh, yeah, it's not payless. Like, but regardless, that model, yes, similar grits is like what we would be thinking where. Um, our main flagship product on our dashboard, we would hope would get enough transaction that just a small haircut fee on it or enough traction and transaction. What about uh, crypto ads? Is there any real revenue from that kind of thing? I'm sure there will be. There will be without a doubt. But the question is like, that would be a phrase farm and a half. I feel like (laughs) a seed phrase farm. Yeah, I don't know Wait. about crypto ads. Like, I, I, I maybe I'm picturing something differently. I, I was imagining no, to like to like main crypto things like CoinGecko or yeah, you know. even that though. I feel like it's just like, I don't know. I feel like there'd be a, uh, I don't know, security risk or something. Not even just a security risk. It's just like it's kind of like uh, I don't know the ads, and then you bring the ads into it, and you, that's exactly where we were before i mean i'm not even talking about just on the platform just in terms of like ui right i'm not even uh yeah and i mean juno is all about being the community train now i don't know if we're gonna go to cz and be like hey do you want to take out a finance ad well then the only well then well the only way to get money would be to ask the community (laughs) you know then uh you know i have not was aggregated yeah Despite working in advertising, it has not dawned on me till just now the absence of ads in Web3. <laughs> I have not noticed, like, I've, I, not thought I've, about I've that. noticed this for years because uh, I just ad block this shit out of everything. So I don't why, know. Why, don't, why, don't, why isn't there an Algorand logo on things in crypto? But I see lots of advertisement for things outside of crypto. I mean, that's great, but you know, yeah. Seems like a non. Uh, the money only goes is going one way, that way. Interesting. Okay, so I think we have enough time. I'd like to touch on one more idea. Um, but does anyone have any other comments, thoughts, questions on interchain info and the dashboard and stuff before we move on? We'll definitely be talking more about that because we're. Uh, I'm committed to getting that built out one way. Do you, know, do you know anything about creator tokens, like fan tokens and stuff like that? Like Bitsong. Yeah, but do it the same idea, but for publishers. So you can incentivize them on your Google website to publish things. And you can take fees from that, etc. Maybe. I don't know. Could you repeat that? I almost just choked on some water. That was almost the end of me. Um maybe you could do like some sort of uh damn it, I forgot. Bitsong creator token yeah. funding Do you know anything about fan tokens like from bitsong or like rally or you know it, they represent a person usually yeah 
but why don't you do that for publishers uh and then it would incentivize publishers to contribute to the platform probably like how is going to be doing maybe i don't know but with publishing. publishers for like articles and like yeah. index and, and then you could take fees from you know that or maybe make ads out of that from maybe your publishers can make i don't know you could like literally extend the idea like a much more ad experience you could do the coin hall way where they did the stake to subscribe thing but with like spark points or something like that where like if you yeah. have a certain tied into the learn program yeah so you wouldn't get like necessarily like it wouldn't be pay to win or like, like whatever you want to call it but like you would get a certain I don't know. I don't want to say a swap fee reduction because that's the that's the protocol. But uh, yeah, if you yeah, put in, no, I, I know I know yeah. the Knots guys do a stars discount for certain validators, but I don't know if that's profitable. Yeah, no, I like I like the idea of fan tokens. Actually, I don't think they've been done <clears throat> quite right yet, but I think there's some cool potential there. And I yeah, can... I, I just never thought of them in a publisher aspect until now. Or yeah, maybe yeah, right. if you had like five fan tokens or whatever, and then you got an extra widget or whatever we're calling them, slot or, or dab terminal yep. slot, uh, depending on how many. Or even in. more, we we've had a lot of ideas about, um, I guess like dabs, tiny tiny little like alpha leak net. I guess not really, but we don't even have a token you can invest in. But like we have thought about kind of in that realm, like benefits that can be given for donations or having a certain badge or maybe having these fan tokens as an idea. And one thing I think we want to stay pretty strict to is for the most part, we don't really want to restrict functionality for anyone. I think any benefits would be quality of life and aesthetic. So it would be more so like you have a couple fan tokens, maybe for each one, they come with a new theme where you have light mode, dark mode and thyborg mode. Let's say you have thyborg's fan token because he'll be doing a lot of articles. Um, something like that, you know, or an idea for Desmos and how we've had is maybe people with the thousand spark point badge have more characters for their bio or something like that. <clears throat> so we, that's just one thing to, I don't know, what what are people's thoughts on that? I, I'm against gating any core functionality. Um, like I think the idea you just mentioned, Dorian, was uh, allowing another app or widget to be added to the dashboard. Or yeah. What, available at all well, i'm not sure like the discord roles like where like some discords they have like the ones where you can just spam good morning or whatever and then there's some discords where it's like where you're actually like contributing to the talks about the protocols and stuff and like actually making good contributions you'll get like uh it's to whatever theme it is like the really awesome. does different ones and like shade does different ones and it's like kind of like uh, sign like it it like the people in that discord actually respect to that person uh so that's mm. enough incentive yeah, for a lot of these guys uh yeah. you know hmm that's a cool that's an interesting idea yeah so like there could even be a discord bot where you sent in an address and like marked it and tied that to your account and that's where it would <clears throat> mint fan tokens or whatever whatever might be applicable yeah, I've actually seen some projects set up their entire wallets in the Discord and some gamified applications like Crypto Royale do it also. Huh, cool. Yeah, we'll have to dig into that more. <clears throat> uh, 
Um, I'll need to check out some of how it's like implemented in other places. Actually, like I was saying, somebody should make it just an Osmo bot because it's feeless at the moment. It would be a good idea. Oh, uh, there is one. Uh, oh, is there? Yeah, Felix. Uh, if you know, do you know uh, Timmy? Yeah. Uh, I anybody? do. I do. Yeah, yep. Felix um, with I forget his company, but yeah, he's a core uh, core Osmo uh, contributor. He built one on called Osmo Wallabot, but that they like can make it rain. You could send uh, transactions all through Osmo. Uh, I think it has to be slight. It actually might just work with CW20s. I was trying to get it to work with Secret because we wanted to make it work in that Discord, and that 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 was snipped, so it uh, yeah, needed like, a little bit of his time. But it might just. He said just reach out, and then the <coughs> Osmo hack happened, and it's been a month now or whatever. I had to reach back out. But they have one that works perfectly, and it's really great because, like, <laughs> sometimes, like, uh, Sunny will just go and make it rain, like, 100 Osmo, and something happens, like, on the birthday. And, like, anybody in the Discord at the time can just click it and claim it, or then you can send it to a specific person. You can send it to a specific five people, uh, a specific amount, whatever tokens on Osmosis as well. <laughs> cool, yeah. I want to... There's a lot of cool stuff that Discord can do like that that is untapped, I think. Um, yeah, it's kind of just like DAO tooling, I guess. We just got to find out what really works for the the group that you're trying to curate, you know, and the yeah. community that we're trying to curate. Cool. Okay. Um, just because we're running low on time, I unfortunately do have to run at the top of the hour. Um, I want to get yeah, I got to walk my dogs. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wish I had something that fun to do. Um, Okay, so this one's pretty interesting. This one, this one probably will not be our next campaign, but I want to talk about it anyways because it's. I think it's something where the discussion should start, and it very well might likely be a campaign later down the road. So this one is from Red Eyed Bear, who is um, pretty. I don't know, prominent, but like you've probably seen him around the secret community, rest of the cosmos. Um, says, hello all, I'm working on spinning up a nonprofit focused on blockchain education, networking, regula- uh, and regulatory lobbying to state Congress and local municipalities on behalf of coalitions and businesses within the industry in my state. Along with connecting and aligning incentives between businesses and local governments, we also seek to integrate blockchain education into public school systems as well as higher education systems. Um, As a nonprofit, we'll be running a slim budget, almost completely funded by donations, but I think highlighting the work Spark IBC is doing would bode well for other charitable organizations within local communities in regards to how these systems can be set up in a more... I gotta go, guys. Catch you later. See you, man. Have a good one. Um, In regards to how these systems can be set up in a more capital-efficient and transparent manner... um, I see a potential for Spark IBC to help facilitate migration from legacy charity systems to a more efficient and transparent Web3 based solution, as well as promote migration of local Web2 development to Web3. Um, This idea does not necessarily need to be funded in part by Spark IBC. My end goal is to drive infrastructure development to the greater Cosmos ecosystem and highlight its use cases for uh, a wide spectrum of entities upon adoption. That being said, this could be an endeavor to help promote the future if there's a tangible mutual benefit. So digging into what I find uh, interesting about this one, uh, a couple things, honestly, but one being the sort of real world connection. I guess that's sort of the overarching part in that 
you know, it's funny, uh, talked to, uh, you know, my parents at some point in the beginning of building Spark IPC. Uh, and I think the first sentence I used was probably like, okay, so it's a charity. And it wasn't until, you know, a couple sentences in they were like, oh, wait, so it's not like, I think they used the term, oh, so you're not raising money for like real charities that matter, just like other crypto stuff, right? <laughs> and I found that kind of funny. I was like, yeah, I guess no, but it's still important to us. But um, I guess like in a way, charity does have a slightly different connotation. Um, but the the idea there, like that, maybe that was a little bit of a side tangent. I just always find that funny. But while we are Spark, technically a charity by all definitions, it is this weird on-chain web three kind of like new version of it that's still like our first and primary goal is to bridge the gap between the various chains in the cosmos and create a more chain agnostic cosmos. But there's another very important gap to bridge, right? And that's the general web three and crypto to everyone else bridge. <clears throat> because I don't know how many people, how many times you guys sort of step out of your crypto bubble, but you'll see that we're still pretty small, like not that important. And your average person you go out and talk to at the grocery store or whatever, um, they're a lot more likely to know about and be interested in crypto now than last year or the year before or whatever. But still, there's a huge gap. And so, uh, like I said, this isn't, um, you know, something I think would be our second campaign because it's not even anything specific. But the general idea of putting some effort into some sort of connection, whether that's through helping with lobbying and like regulatory stuff, whether that's attempting to get blockchain and Web3 type uh, courses and developments integrated into schools and colleges, like just think what a validation it would be um not just like for us being validated but uh other people who are skeptical looking in if the same way that some actual educational institutions are actually beginning to teach solidity for ethereum if cosmosm like was the next big language that started to get adoption on a you know in like i can't think of the term but on a sort of industry standard level i guess is the way to say it where that's what's being taught in schools it's like i don't know i can see it um <clears throat> this one's very open-ended like i said yeah also in a way that's not just meant to build out dj indexes and yield yeah. times as well real life you know what can what can we do with this that provides value to kids that we can take to these i mean they're not necessarily kids but you know like real public goods instead of teaching some kid how to you know code a smart contract and then rogue or whatever yeah in terms of i think the joke that you were getting at earlier but it definitely applies to what like real charity versus or connecting the, the web two and the web you know web three kind of like fantasy that we're not fantasy but bubble we're living in, in a little bit i agree I, I think it's super important to explore you know um what we could do with blockchain technology especially in the cosmos um, or as it relates to the cosmos um, you know outside of you know DeFi and such uh, d apps um, and uh, really explore explore that front um, and i think to timmy's example um, you know teaching like cosmosm in a um, you know higher education setting could have um, you know multiple benefits also because by learning Cosmosm, you also have to learn Rust. 
Um, and so that could have its own benefit, you know, in and of itself, um, you know, on top of learning Cosmwasm, which is extremely powerful. Um, so I think that's that's definitely something to be explored more. And I think the one thing that I could see uh, turning people off about this idea is that it almost might seem too ambitious to realistically tackle. But <clears throat> I think you need to look at it, it from many different angles because something like this could be done in many different ways. For example, the Web3 Builders Alliance that we were talking about earlier that is already doing a 10-week college-level course. Partner with them once they've been going for a while, once they're like initiated, um, work with them to get into an actual uh, institution and use them in their sort of <clears throat> contacts and credibility. Another angle would just be start small. Like uh, you don't have to go directly trying to get <coughs> God, sorry guys. Directly trying to get Cosmosm implemented in classes for all state colleges. Start with like a local community college and maybe some alternative learning programs. Other things like the Web3 Builders Alliance that aren't officially education things, but are common like Codecademy. Khan Academy, start getting more organized, featured, uh, promoted Cosmosm courses on those types of things, like full courses, right? Like the things you would spend a couple of weeks doing and come out with <clears throat> some level of serious competency. Um, <clears throat> so to anyone thinking like, oh, wow, like getting Cosmosm and like Web3 taught in schools, that's a, that's a bigger job than us in the Cosmos or Spark IBC's app to tackle. I, I wouldn't be so sure because that, that, that goal has quite a few levels to it, right? And anything's better than nothing, and you need to start somewhere. I also don't think we don't have to force feed, force feed it down a lot of people's throats. Like, we don't have to be in the schoolrooms, like an assembly. Like, here's here's the blockchain, like fucking class now. It's like these kids who want to go and seek out information about it are going to be naturally interested, and they're going to have to learn and like want to Google this stuff anyway. So I feel like once they know it's there. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Cosmonaut Bootcamp, Spark IBC campaign number two, hosted by Tendermint Timmy, Cosmos Spaces, recorded on Wednesday, July 13th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Rolling down the street in my 6 foe. I never had a 6 foe. A kid can wish though. I snapped a wishbone and grabbed a fistful. Chilling with the dopey, this a weed is all I wish for. I'm feeling blissful. I gotta miss this. My ginger always down to ride no matter what the mission. I'm singing this song. Got a couple albums out. We do alright, but it ain't really shit to write home about. Like to feed the fishbowl. Keep my stories mystical. I like my beats. Boom, bap and rap to be lyrical. I'm feeling cynical. Craving a little ritual. Save my place in line while I try to find a miracle. I keep looking and looking and looking, but never find nothing. We've been lied to, thinking this surprise under super secret lies. Motherfucker sneak inside, going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. Going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. Going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. the
trenches Trying to stay offensive Trespassing here like this land looks expensive Ain't no time like the present Trying to stake a claim Just make sure your claim stays away from all these other claims We're almost kind of running out of land here Living in the day of the dead and it's damn weird Same teams y'all, we just trying to get a bite to eat A little rest saved up, waiting for my time to sleep Head down, middle fingers up, yo I'm wide awake Never hesitate to stay about a hundred miles away Seven times in space while I wrecking ball the place I expect you all to play, running marathons today When the sick get sicker and the rich get richer It might be about time to rearrange our dinner Fix the system, the shit it's all nixed Waking up early gonna suck today's Going dark now, believe me when I say the shit is do or die. Going dark now, believe me when I say the shit is do or die. gonna take care of Angela, man. He's, he's great. He's a wonderful lab partner, so it's gonna be cool. We'll keep an eye on her. Why don't you go fuck yourself, you weird little prick? I'm a teacher, okay? You can't talk to me like that, guy. I'm not a student, so I can say whatever the fuck I want. Two spaces.